Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I wanted to share with you this week. First of all, I went along to a super event earlier this week as part of Leeds Digital Fest. There have been some incredible events throughout the city. And this event was run by a company called Met Marketing, who also have a program called Met Mentoring. And they're a recruitment organisation, but their specialism, as the title suggests, is in marketing. And they set up Met Mentoring, linking up mentees and mentors in the marketing profession to support each other and the mentees and mentors can be of differing levels which I think is a really great idea. I spoke for them at their first networking event a few months ago and I met some super people there was a great dynamic in the room it really was a fun fun event lots of great questions a real buzz and I met some great, great people and I've kept in touch with Sarah since then. And I saw that she was hosting this event and it had three specialists on the panel who are all marketeers, but it was looking at the future of careers in marketing and particularly a digital slant, which for me is an important consideration when we're looking at personal branding. And particularly, I was just interested in the panel. There was a guy from who is head of brands at Marks and Spencers, and he is in charge of the new brands that are coming in. So alongside the traditional M&S brand, uh, brands like Jaeger and Nobody's Child and Ghost that are running alongside that traditional brand. And I was interested to see how he manages that. And then there was Monza Bank, who were fascinating, and also a, the head of digital for Stowe Family Law, who that was particularly of interest to me because as somebody who works within professional services, many of my clients are lawyers. I trained as a lawyer. I was interested to see how digital was being embraced within the profession. And the reason I'm bringing it up is that we had three real experts in their field and their knowledge and their experience was really quite inspirational. But one of the key messages that I took away from it was they all talked about imposter syndrome. They all talked about not knowing everything. They all started to talk about, um, I think it was Kat from Monza Bank, talked about vulnerability in leadership. And it made me think about Brené Brown, who you know I'm a huge fan of, and her dare to lead work. And then the other thing was something that Lawrence from Marks and Spencer's talked about. And he, he mentioned a couple of times, never miss an opportunity. So always take those opportunities, say yes, and then think about it later in some ways, but be clear on your ambitions, be curious and open to those opportunities that come your way. And I could really recognize some of the decisions I'd made myself in 
his in in his narrative around this that there have been times where I always say I'm not the greatest salesperson but I will always spot an opportunity and I'm confident enough in my own abilities and in my value and this is relevant to what I'm going to talk about today to put myself forward in when those chances come up. So really interesting. I just thought I would share that because as I've mentioned many times before, I do think there is a misconception around confidence and leadership that once you've got it, you've got it forever and it is continuous. And I truly believe that that self-confidence needs to be there most of the time, although we all have moments where we are being challenged, which is where imposter syndrome can come in. But actually confidence ebbs and flows depending on the environment, the situation, if we're learning something new, if we're in a period of personal growth. So um, that's just my thoughts on that and leads me into today's topic and I've been thinking because often I use different phrases and you'll have heard me use different phrases on this podcast and the words feel very similar but I wanted to explore the relationship between them and and sort of the subtle differences and those words are personal brand, those words are identity, self-image and impact. Now, as we've talked about many times, your personal brand is the image and the reputation that you create for yourself in the eyes of others. So that's their perception of you. So that relies on those other people. It's how they experience you. Um, But the most powerful personal brand is always an authentic one. And that needs you to look inwards and therefore this looks at your self-image so that's how you actually see yourself and then we have our identity which is slightly wider very similar it sort of sits in between the two actually um and they all impact on each other there's that impact word i'll come on to that one in a minute But you've got your self-image, which is how you see yourself. And then you have your identity, which is more how you define yourself. So that's impacted by your beliefs, by your experiences, by culture, how you define yourself within society, if you like. And then the result of your personal brand, your identity, your self-image, and when they all come together, that's the impact that you have. So you can see they're all really closely intertwined and I'm going to attempt to um, share some thoughts on all of them and see how they interact and I hope it gives you some clarity to reflect on each of the areas yourself. So I've said already we have to look inwards to our self-image and our identity to know what we want to communicate for an authentic personal brand. We need to know how we want people to experience us. So you'll have heard me say before, it's about clarity, it's about communicating, and then it's about capitalising. Those are my three C's. It's about doing it consistently, and it's about connecting with people. 
and therefore you need clarity on your goals what is it that you're looking to achieve and then it's about reverse engineering so that you can say well if that's what I'm trying to achieve then this is the personal brand that aligns with that so I need to have clarity on who I need to be showing up in front of and then I need to think about well how am I going to show up and that is my self-image so we need to look internally on that reflection on this is my self-image this is my old identity to ensure that it's an authentic message that we're putting out there and one of the challenges I often get is that certainly there are many people putting them out there, out themselves out there as personal brand specialists, and they're brilliant at the tactics, at the thought leadership, at the social media presence. But for me, unless you have that coaching, self-reflection, mentoring element, then you have a piece missing because the really powerful personal brands are the authentic ones. They're the ones that really, um, that's the sweet spot. That's when people buy into you. So let's just look firstly at the self-image part because this is significant in, in shaping and enhancing your personal brand because it's how you see yourself and whether you view yourself positively. You know, if you view yourself positively, then you're more likely to have healthy self-esteem, better overall emotional well-being, you're more likely to be resilient and you know in the faces of challenges and, and setbacks, if we believe in our abilities, then we're more likely to keep going, aren't we? We're more likely to persevere when it comes through difficult times. And obviously that impacts on our personal brand and how we're perceived. So I'm going to come on to how it impacts on the personal brand um, a little bit later on or else I'm just going to get myself lost in this topic. But, um, you know, when it comes to our self-image, then probably no surprise that confidence is, is number one. Um, Self-confidence stems from, you know, that positive self-image. If you believe in yourself, then you're more likely to take risks. You're more likely to pursue those goals. You're more likely to embrace new experiences if you are confident. And if you are confident, you'll value yourself. So as a result of that, you're more likely to show up in a way that you choose partners and people and clients who treat you well, you're more likely to communicate effectively, you're more likely to have healthy relationships that where you will set and maintain the boundaries. Often we set boundaries, don't we? But we're not always great at maintaining those boundaries. So by having that confidence, that positive self-image, we're more likely to show up in a way that we advocate for ourselves. We are showing up in a positive way in our relationships. So I think that's a really important foundation to both our self-image, our personal brand and our identity. And as I've said already, this sort of then allows us to show up for new experiences. So I think people who have that positive self-image, they're more motivated, they're more driven um, because they believe in themselves 
and they believe they can succeed so they're more likely to take those chances and that just reminds me of what I was saying about Lawrence about taking those opportunities you're more likely to put yourself forward um, rather than looking back and and having regrets so I think it's important to think about how that confidence drives and impacts on so many other parts in our lives and those relationships as well. So just taking the relationships a step further, you know, thinking about how if you show up in a certain way, if you have self-respect, then other people will perceive and treat you in a different way, which allows you to influence. And of course, this is always about influencing positively. So if we show up with presence and have uh, what Amy Cuddy talks about, power over ourselves, so that true self-confidence, this isn't about power over other people. This is power over ourself, over our own self-image, over our own identity to allow us to show up and influence and impact in a positive way. You can project that confidence. You can project being self-assured. And if so, people are more likely to respond to you in a positive way. So, um, you know, and, and this all has a very significant role in, in shaping and enhancing your personal brand because... You know, the one thing I always say is, and I've already said it today, is that to have a powerful personal brand, it has to be authentic. None of the fake it till you make it. Okay, as you know, I believe there is a little bit faking it till you become it. So it may be that you... And I wasn't going to talk about this. You see, this is the problem on this podcast. I, I get an idea and I run away with it, but I'm just going to plant this idea. Is something that I work with clients one-to-one when we're coaching is to think about a future self-image. If you are in a process of growth, if you aren't happy with where you are now, then it's not about faking it till you make it. It's about looking within and recognizing those strengths and who you want to be, thinking about the potential that you have and then visualizing that self-image and thinking about how that person would show up and then showing up as that person. So taking some of that and bringing some of those behaviors into the day-to-day and that's where the fake it till you become it is incredibly powerful so if you are authentic it's important to show up in that way because as we know a strong personal brand is all about being credible and being trustworthy and relatable and if you're faking it that's not going to work is it so it's how we it's how we communicate that confidence being authentic and attracting the right people and attracting the right opportunities and attracting that positive attention having confidence in your abilities in your values knowing what your values are knowing what those goals are you are and knowing who your audience are, 
you are better able to show up for them and appeal to them. And that will give you that credibility, that resonance with your potential clients, your potential collaborators, with your network, with potential employers, with your team, whoever it may be. So having that authenticity, knowing your values, knowing your strengths, having the confidence to be able to articulate those will always attract opportunities and positive attention. But as you've heard me say before, it's about consistency and having a positive self-image leads you to show up consistently because you know how you're showing up. When you feel good about yourself, then you show up, you behave, you act in a way that aligns to that self-belief and you're more likely to um, maintain that consistent image across all aspects of your life. I can remember um, a few years ago I was you know, one of the highlights of my career, actually, as many of you know, I'm a, a huge football fan and for my sins, a Huddersfield town fan. And it's quite interesting. We've we've appointed a new manager as we speak. We've got a new manager coming in today called Darren Moore. But um, one of the real sort of heroes of the past few years has been David Wagner. And I was really privileged to be asked to speak along with David Wagner when we achieved Premier League status. And he talked about stepping up in the Premier League and I talked about stepping up in business. And one of the things he said, having listened to my presentation, was you always have to be authentic and you can't fake it because we have to be able to show up consistently and if we are feeling frustration, disappointment and and that vulnerability as leaders, then people will buy into that, they will trust that. It's exhausting to try and pretend that we are anything but that but I think it is important on on the flip side of that that we always give people around us hope So yes, we may say, I'm not sure, but I've got a good idea. Come on, let's lead together. Let's explore together the possibilities so that people always know that you have their back. So that consistent image is so important across whether you are online, whether you are networking in person, in your personal relationships with clients, um, with how you show up for clients, with your colleagues, that consistency reinforces your personal brand. And any breaks in that consistency will start to flag, will cause red flags in your audience. Um, It's just how we are hardwired to do. Um, it's what we're hardwired to do. And, you know, I've I've talked about this already, but I think that uh, resilience um, that comes from a strong self-image makes you resilient in the face of criticism and and setbacks. And instead of letting any negative feedback or challenges define your personal brand, you're more likely to bounce back and adapt 
and continue to build a, a positive reputation. You've heard my one of my favourite quotes, you know, we, we could be the juiciest, ripest peach in the bowl, but some people will still hate peaches. And this is where I feel that resilience in your strong self-image is incredibly powerful and how it impacts on your personal brand, that external perception of you. And then I suppose my final thought on this, because no surprise, I could talk about this forever. It's about thinking about your your sweet spot, your USP, whatever you want to call it, your value proposition, if you like, as for those marketers on the on the podcast that are listening. But your personal brand should communicate your what it is that is unique about you, what your unique proposition is, what is it that sets you apart from the others. And having a positive self-image allows you to recognize and promote your strengths. You've got to recognize those strengths, which is where the coaching can sometimes help. But then it's about being able to articulate that talent, articulate it effectively and being able to highlight, you know, what makes you valuable to others. We can't be the world's best kept secret. So you can see how that authenticity, that confidence comes with a a positive self-image and that allows you to show up consistently, which, you know, is essential when it comes to a compelling personal brand it will always influence how others perceive you it will influence how others engage with you and then there's this third element that I mentioned which is around identity and self-image and identity are related um they're both part of how that they're both very similar so your self-image is that inner reflection But the identity is how that self-image then, how you define that in, in the world, how you sit amongst other people, how you understand yourself, where you fit, how you define yourself. So... Your self-image is how you perceive yourself, it's your, it encompasses your beliefs, your opinions, any judgments you have about yourself, about your appearance, your abilities, your character, your behaviours. It often reflects on that self-esteem, that self-worth. And it can be impacted by your experiences and and by your self-perception. And... I would like to think that that's the area where we need to reflect and try and have some consistency. Your identity is broader than this. It's it's a bit more complex in that it includes not just how you see yourself, but also how you define yourself in relation to other aspects of your life. So this might be cultural, it might be social, it might be um, ethical, religious, gender, it's about your personal identity. And this again encompasses your values and beliefs, but also the roles you play in in different contexts, such as being a mum, being a parent, being a dad, uh, being a daughter, a son, being a professional. You're, you know, we define ourselves, don't we? And one of the real challenges I had when I became a mum 
was I really I was a stay-at-home mum I, I stopped working I stopped having a job I didn't stop working um and I used to find it really difficult because people always say what do you do and I defined myself for so long as having this high profile communications media role that I loved but it was very much part of my identity and a lot of the people that I work with are at those change points in their career where their identity is shifting and it was certainly very powerful in working in professional sport how you see these individuals that are incredibly well, they are just immersed in their identity as a professional athlete. And that is how they become so successful because that is their full direction, their full world. And you can imagine that when that stops, all of a sudden it's how they look at that self-image and how that self-image works and relates to that outer personal brand and identity so often I see this I've said before said it today I do a lot of work within professional services and and the legal profession is is a great example of how there are very clear um step ups within the career so there are very uh, very clear roles so you start off as maybe a paralegal or a trainee and then you step up when you qualify and then you step up again when maybe you become an associate and then you step up again when you maybe become a salaried partner and then you may become a partner in the business investing in the in the business and it's interesting, one of the challenges I see with some of my clients is how they struggle with that self-image shift from maybe trainee to qualified solicitor or solicitor to stepping up into that partnership. It needs a different identity, it needs a different brand but most of all it needs a different self-image because you have to see yourself as that leader within the business okay um i'm going off topic again as always but there is so much to explore in this and i find it absolutely fascinating how it sits and how they all impact on each other so you know this identity is a you know it's a lifelong journey because it's about self-discovery self-reflection it's about growth depending on your point in time in your life so it takes self-reflection and it's about being curious and exploring different activities different interests trying new things seeking out new experiences to allow us to learn and grow and grow our identity um it, it, you know, it's about building new relationships. It's about connecting with other people. It's actually about challenging assumptions that we we make as well, isn't it? Because we take on the assumptions of our parents, of our teachers, of those that have influenced us in our early years, and maybe we we start to challenge these preconceived beliefs. Um, often, it's 
about questioning and evolving those perspectives and and this allows us to set new goals and maybe redefine our values long term and and also it's about self-acceptance as well and and embracing some of the maybe we haven't always made when we reflect back maybe we haven't always made the right choices or the choices that we think were right looking back but you know hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it and it's about owning your story and recognizing how those elements have brought you to where you are now so we've talked about self-image we've talked about identity we've talked about personal brand and the other word that I talk about is impact I mean after all this podcast is called more impact and I believe that impact is the outcome the impact is the outcome of all of these three elements when we work on all these areas they will all impact on each other and it's a dynamic process that is always changing it's always hopefully moving forward and I think it's really important to recognize that it does take time but as I always say to people start working on it now don't leave it to chance. Don't leave it to six months time when your dream opportunity comes up and you need to do the work then and you can't do it overnight. Yes, there are some quick fixes we can do when it comes to body language and attitude and energy, but true identity work, true self-image work, personal brand reputation takes time just by the nature of what it is so you know be patient with yourself be curious allow for that time allow yourself room to reflect and just have a think about where you're going and where you want to go and it's unique to all of us you know it's it's about investing that time but it's also about celebrating our own authenticity it's about recognizing our identity and being able to articulate that so that we have a strong powerful personal brand and when we do that that's when we experience more impact have a super week i will see you on the next podcast feeling inspired If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.